Good morning, everyone. Today is January 20th of 2020. This is Dean Turple and Dean Turple's podcast. I'm here this morning because I wanted to just go over a few things with you guys. I know you're off today. We're starting week three, I believe, of this term. Wow, these things move fast. Okay, so on this past Friday, the 17th, I was did office hours at South Cam- North Campus, pardon me, North Campus. And several things came up that I wanted to clarify and talk about a little bit. The first one is our completion rates. So one of the students asked me, hey, I heard we have a completion rate of only 10%, meaning actually what she said was, I heard only 10% of people who start this program finish. So before I talk about what our actual rate is, I wanna talk about how we look at completion rates. In higher education, we look at completion rates as the percentage of students who start a program and then complete it within 150% of the expected time. So what does 150% mean? So for the RN to BSN program, the shortest amount of time that a full-time student can complete that program is 10 months. Half of that is five months added to 10 months or 150% completion rate for the RN to BSN full-time program, that's full-time, is 15 months. For the ASN program, full-time, and up until this term, we've only had full-time, so we don't have it calculated yet, anything for part-time. Full-time program and the ASN, the fastest it can be completed is 22 months. Half of that is 11 months. We add that to 22 months and we get 33 months. So our 150% completion rate is calculated on the percentage of students that complete the program within 33 months. Currently, as far as I can tell, computing that manually, we have a completion rate of almost 40%, 150% completion rate of almost 40%. It's well over 99% for the R and BSN program for both full-time and part-time. We only have the full-time ASN program and it's at about 40%. Now, I know what you're thinking. Oh my gosh, 40%, that's four people out of every 10 that complete the program. No, that's about four people out of every 10 on average that complete the program within 33 months. So there are some who complete the program outside of that. There's actually a lot, and there's nothing wrong with that at all. And we've talked about that before. It doesn't matter the length of time that it takes you, but that's what we report to our accrediting bodies and to, you know, that we put on the website, things like that are our 150% completion rate. It's not as simple as oh, only four out of 10 people complete our program, the ASM program within 150% of the time. Because there are other things to think about. There's other, there's other considerations. And one of those considerations, sorry, one of those considerations is the fact that we have an incredibly high NCLEX passing rate. For every single student who graduates from here and then earns licensure, passes the NCLEX, that generates resources for us to be able to provide more to the students who are currently in the program. So keeping our NCLEX passing rate high is incredibly important to the current and future students. So yes, we have a completion rate, 150% completion rate in the ASN program of about 40%, but we have a 97, over 97% 
first time NCLEX passing rate. That we only know first time. We don't know who you know fails it the first time and then retakes it and passes. So it's likely much higher. But the first time passing rate is over 97%, and that's incredibly important. Now, 40%, is that horrible? Do you guys think that's horrible? I thought that was horrible. And then I looked around, and frankly, it's not horrible. Would I like it to be higher? Yes. Would I like it to be closer to 45 or 50%? Definitely. But I also don't want to lose the NCLEX passing rate. So, you know, the answer to that is to continue to find ways to support our students, which is incredibly important to us, so that we can get you through the program, so that we can graduate more nurses, not because of anything having to do with Broward College, as much as we need those nurses. We need high quality nurses, and we know that we prepare high quality nurses who earn licensure and get jobs. So the completion rates came up. Um, the concept of retracking and the retracker's role in the program for the ASM program came up, and it's, I really wanna talk about this. Retrackers are part of the program. The retrackers can participate in any and all activities we have going on. Nursing club members who are retracking, please continue to be involved in nursing club activities. This is going to help you in the long run to be more successful. If you're currently taking any of the CAE courses, you're still in the program. Now, that being said, I need everybody's help who's listening to this. I need you to communicate with those people you know are retracking and share this information with them because that's one of my issues is that I don't have the ability to reach them as easily. What I do is I send this out to the theory classes. So somebody who's taking clinical only may not get an email from me. And somebody who's retracking may not get an email from me. You don't need my email to listen to the podcast at all. You can find it on many different you know, platforms. And if you just subscribe to it, then you'll get the new, or check every now and then, then you'll get the new um, episodes. But it's hard for me to reach those people, so I really need you guys to help me out by contacting these people and letting them know they're part of the program. And I have in the past tried to get the reference numbers for the CAE classes, I'll do that again. It's not always easy because that's not my department. Then the subject of books came up. So some students told me that in preparation for process one, they purchased or rented some books because their financial aid hadn't come through or they weren't sure what books to get, etc. So then they had to return those books to wherever they rented from, and then they needed them again in future classes. So they asked me if we could work on, you know, a list of books that you're going to need for the entire program. So we will definitely work on that. I came in this morning to report this, to record this podcast, but also I wanted to work on our accreditation. So 2020 is a big year for the nursing programs here at Broward College. We uh, have accreditation in both of our nursing programs. In February, in only a few short weeks, the CCNE, Collegiate Commission on Nursing Education, are coming to survey the RNWSN program. For those of you who work in hospitals and know about Joint Commission, it's like Joint Commission. So if they're our accrediting body, we need to show that we meet their standards. We do meet their standards, it's just a matter of showing them. So last week, the RNWSN team submitted their self-study. The self-study report is a huge report where they 
program, goes through the list of standards, and documents how we meet each standard. The initial self-study report that was submitted without all of the attachments is 123 pages. They will have a records room at Miramar Town Center that's, I don't even know how many millions of documents. So the surveyors are currently reading through the self-study and then they will be making notes to themselves and when they come here for a survey, they're going to want to see evidence of what we, that what we said in the self-study is true. So the surveyors will be talking to students and they'll be talking about things like the program outcomes, the completion rate, the retention rate. So it's important that you guys know that stuff and that's why I wanted to address it in this podcast. Plus I don't want a bunch of myths going around out there, or a bunch of gossip about you know lo really low rates. So I came in today because I wanna work on the self-study for the ASN program. Um, ASN is going to be surveyed with an on-site survey this fall, the fall of 2020. We assume that will be in October, but we don't really know for sure. We don't have those dates for sure yet. And we will be having a mock survey, just like the RNWSN is having a mock survey. I didn't even tell you the dates. The RNWSN mock survey, so somebody's coming to do a practice survey on the 3rd and 4th of February, so in a couple weeks. And then the real surveyors, the authentic ones, <laughs> the true survey, is the 24th, 25th, and 26th of February. And the surveyors will be on site. They will be talking to students. They will be visiting clinical areas. So they'll be visiting like the community health clinical and things like that. So for the ASN program, we are surveyed, surveyed by ASIN, Accreditation Commission for Education and Nursing. And our accreditation date is fall of 2020. We have to have our self-study in probably around the beginning of August. Um, it's a little bit bigger than the RNWSN one. It's, there's a few more standards, so I'm working on that currently. And all of the faculty have been working on it as well. And several other people within the, within the college. They're not only looking to talk with um, you know, students and faculty and administrators in the program, they wanna talk to you know, my boss, my boss's boss, um, the president, um, you know, the business dean for each campus to make sure that we have the resources we need. But it's important that you understand our program and you know, that you understand the actual truth about our program and not just what you hear from other people. So if you have questions, you really need to come to me and you really need to talk with me about them or one of the ADs or your faculty. Your faculty know all the truths about the, the program. The last thing I wanted to talk about is, I don't know, um, I mentioned it last week on my podcast, but how many of you know that I have a blog that is supported by the college? So it is sites.broward.edu forward slash dean hyphen turple to U-R-P-E-L. That's how you get to my blog. So I sent something to my boss this week and he told me, okay, great, Sarah, but, um, actually he, he doesn't call me Sarah, but actually he said, okay, great, but um, students don't read blogs. So he's younger than me, I don't know, I read blogs, so maybe he knows, I guess you guys aren't reading blogs. But I would sincerely appreciate it if you'd read the post that I put up this week, that's the last one I put up with that says, but you're the dean, aren't you in charge? I'd really like to have some feedback on this, and I want to know if this is new information to you, if it made sense to you. Um, I'm looking for feedback on that. So if you could find it in your heart to read it, maybe because you're arriving early and you have a few minutes before class or between classes or something, and let me know what you think. I hope everybody has a great week. Thanks for listening.